This is a re-recording of our message, Prayers and Sending, from Sunday, June 30th, 2019. Would you pray with me, please? Loving God, creator of all good things, we thank you for this blessed new day when we have come together to learn how to be set free that we may find God's joy. Lord, clear our minds and hearts and help us to be open to the things that we may receive to help us to do that. So may the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto thee, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer, either through us or in spite of us. Speak to us, thy people, we pray. Amen. Good morning. I hope and pray that you're all well, and it is a joy to be back with you again. My mission trip trip to Puerto Rico was a great experience, and I look forward to telling you all about it in the weeks ahead. As the Apostle Paul says in his letter to Galatians today, all of God's law has been fulfilled in a single statement. Love your neighbor as yourself. In the hills of Arecibo, Puerto Rico, our mission team helped people who have very little in this world to feel out-of-this-world love of neighbors from hundreds of miles away. This love comes first from our love of God, love that's the source of our freedom and our joy. And it is this love, this freedom, this joy, that's worth far more than the price of a plane ticket or some paint or some roofing. It's love that all of us shared on our trip equally, those helping and those being helped. <clears throat> I know that Maggie Carr did a, a good job when I was away. She gave you a, a powerful message about listening to God, and that was great, wasn't it? Have you been listening to God? I hope so. I pray so. I've been listening to God quite a bit lately, as I begin my third year with you and start my first year of pastoring UMC East Berlin. I've been listening to God and trying to understand how God can help us to move this church forward in faith. As United Methodists, we believe that the church's mission is to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. We want this world, which we shape so much to be what we want every day, to be shaped into what God wants every day. God wants a world filled with God's love, freedom, and joy. But the world isn't, is it? Paul wrote in his letter to the Galatians to an early group of Christians who seemed to have lost their way towards God's love, freedom, and joy. In this letter, after some brief greetings to this early church, Paul cuts to the chase and says to them, just six verses in, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you into the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. You see, Paul had done some good preaching and teaching for the Galatians, but left on their own, they were influenced by others, and they were going back 
to the same old ways that they had been following before they had come to faith in Jesus. We have a word in Methodism for this kind of going back. We call it backsliding. The Galatians had been given the love, the freedom, and the joy of Jesus Christ, and they decided to just ease back into what felt comfortable and familiar before they had heard the good news of Jesus. They had decided that their old religion, the religion of checkbook and checkbox goodness, with God never entering or changing who they were and how they lived their lives, was good enough. They listened for God, not for what God wanted, but for what they wanted. We know because of the the types of things that Paul is warning the Galatians to stay away from. Paul knew the signs that we have a different kind of news defining our lives instead of God's Holy Spirit in Jesus. Paul lists things like moral corruption, doing whatever feels good, idolatry, drug use, hating, deceiving others with evil, fighting, obsession, losing your temper, opposing people as a way of life, conflicts, selfishness, group rivalry, jealousy, and drunkenness. Paul tried to say it as kindly as he can to, could to these Galatians. But even if kindly, he made it clear that these things had become their version of love, freedom, and joy by their own spirit, not God's. While these may sound like discouraging words, let's remember that we are 2,000 years down the road from that church in Galatia. If people back then could be encouraged to come back to the real love, freedom, and joy of God and Jesus, so can we. We are just as human as those people, and we are just as able as them to find a faith that changes how we will live our lives as God's church, and that changes everything and everyone around us. And like them, we need to hear and to accept and to act on the truth of who we are and how we are as God's church. This summer, it'll be 74 years since the end of World War II. <clears throat> it was an amazing moment in the history of our nation and of the world. In America, it was known as VJ Day, the day when the surrender of Japan to Allied forces started a massive celebration across our nation. In New York City, people mobbed into Times Square and expressed their joy for the end of the war with complete strangers as they had never done before. And here in South Meriden, I'm told our church bells were ringing, the streets were mobbed, the AOH Hall was packed with celebrations, and everyone expressed their joy openly and freely. We were free from the war, and we were joyful. But as amazing as that victory was, as joyful as the celebrations were, we backslid into a gospel that was not driven by the love and the freely given sacrifices that led to the end of World War II. We got comfortable in the joys of everyday life, 
We enjoyed our communities, our churches, our entertainments. And we assumed that what felt good for us was God's good and good for God's world. And bit by bit, we got more and more isolated from God, from one another, and from God's world. Today, many of the same enemies of God's love, freedom, and joy that we fought in World War II dominate our world and our lives. In many ways, we're living lives in God's world that come closer to Paul's warning of us eating up one another rather than feasting on the joy of God in Jesus than ever before. We think that we're chasing our future, our purpose, but without God's plan, all we really do is chase our own tails. Now, as I said earlier, I've been listening a lot to God as I start my third year in ministry here. Two years ago, on my first Sunday here, I invited the whole church out on a prayer walk in our community. For a hot summer day, we got a great turnout. We went out from our our beautiful church, and we walked in South Meriden as God's church for South Meriden, praying with people and for people, sharing God's love with them freely, and expressing the joy of being God's church with God's world. Today, I still have a prayer walk around our community, most every week, praying for people in places, listening to and praying with people in many places. Sometimes people come to me, but usually I'm alone. People are busy. People find it awkward to go out with me on prayer walks. I get it. Or perhaps people are living another gospel and they're not ready to accept the changes that we need to find, to keep, and to grow the joy of God in Jesus Christ. Joy that gives us our real freedom and that gives people faith not just in God's love but in people who try to offer it. No matter what you're doing, I'll keep on doing these prayer walks because if people don't see that this joy is our purpose and that it includes them, then they won't look for God's joy here with us. But if you're not living that joy when they come, they won't find it. This summer, I'll be preaching a series series of sermons focused on how we are free to find God's joy. Our freedom to love as God loves us, promised to us by Jesus in God's Holy Spirit, is what defines God's church. It is the source of real joy. Joy that doesn't depend on what makes us happy or comfortable, but joy that gives us a purpose and hope and a sense of being loved and able to love no matter what is happening in our lives and in God's world. It is a joy that brings us amazing abundance at any time in our lives, with any people in our lives, with any circumstances in our lives. As Paul wrote in his letter to the Galatians, God has set us free for freedom. You don't fight a war to go back into slavery, amen? 
and you don't surrender the freedom that God has won for us in Jesus Christ without surrendering the possibilities of real joy, joy that only being a church in Jesus Christ can offer to you, to us, and to God's world. Your bulletin includes a letter from me and a simple checklist which can help us separately and together to consider how we can use our freedom to find God's joy. Freedom given freely to us, not by these United States of America, not by our bank accounts, not by our power to dominate others, not by our sense of status in our homes, in our community, or even in our church. No, not freedom from any of these, but only from our willingness to freely offer our lives to the God who listens to us and waits for us to listen to God. God gives us the freedom to be God's church in Christ through living lives freely in God's Holy Spirit. Or not. The choice is ours. This summer, with all the love in my heart that I can offer you, I pray that we will together remember how to be a church that marches out into God's world to share the joy of God's love in Jesus Christ freely. Set yourselves free and find that joy this summer together, I pray. Amen. You may recall that during Advent and Epiphany, we started praying a prayer of invitation to God's possibilities. I continue to pray that prayer with you and for you every single day. And today we renew our commitment to that prayer as we do from time to time. We invite you to use this prayer in your own life, to share it with others and to share it together as part of our shared journey in faith. Do not limit the possibilities of God in your life by what we ask God or imagine God can do. Do pray for the love of God in Jesus Christ to enter your life and the life of God's world and God's living Holy Spirit. Do invite God's possibilities into your life and God's love and see what happens as the story of your life becomes part of God's story. There's more to be revealed in God's time. May you be blessed in your journey of faith, and may you know that you are never alone. And let us pray now together. I bow my knees before God, Father and Lord of all, who invites everyone in heaven and on earth into God's family through Jesus Christ. I pray that God's most precious and amazing treasures, which come to us through God's Spirit, may strengthen us in our deepest being. May Christ live in our hearts through faith as our faith roots and grounds us deeply in God's love. I pray that we will know the full breadth and height and length and depth of the love of God, love that is always beyond complete knowing, together with all people of faith, so that we may all be filled completely with the fullness of God. All glory be to God, who can accomplish abundantly in us far more than all we can ask or imagine. All glory to God in God's church and in Christ Jesus for all generations, forever and ever. Amen. The prayers of the people this week, we lift up our joys, our sorrows, 
our triumphs, and our tragedies. We pray for Jean Collins, that uh, she will recover well from surgery for torn shoulder ligaments. We pray for Katie B. and her cancer treatment. We pray for Jody Kennedy, who is having reconstructive foot surgery. She's having a part of her heel added to her toes so that she can walk properly for the first time in many years. We pray for the family that we supported in my mission trip to Puerto Rico. Uh, The husband of the family, Domingo, uh, is injured and uh, recovering from that injury and needs a job. And the wife, Belisa, and their three sons uh, need your support as well in prayer that this family may turn their restored house into a home that is a family for Christ. We pray for Amanda, Amanda Lamprom, uh, who is 16, year, 16 years old, awaiting results of a biopsy. And we pray for all children and all people who struggle with cancer and other life-threatening illnesses. And from our community prayer job, jar, somebody prayed simply for help, peace, and a house. And I can tell you that from my mission trip to Puerto Rico, that's what 99% of the people in the world are asking for. And let's pray that through the grace of God, we can transform the world to make that possible. And before this 4th of July Independence Day celebration, we pray for our nation, that we may be a nation of peace and justice and wholeness and be an example to the world of how to love others as God already loves us. Let us pray together. Loving God, maker of heaven and earth, we thank you for all the gifts of grace that you've given us. And we put these people who are in our hearts in your loving hands, knowing that your son, Jesus Christ, not only died for us all, but rose from the dead for us all and comes to us all knocking on the doors of our hearts in your Holy Spirit, offering us healing and hope and salvation. Bind up the wounds of the people who we have lifted up. Receive our joy for all the things that we now appreciate in our hearts because of you. And help us to move forward as your church, as people dedicated to bringing the joy of your healing and hope into our lives and into your world as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I thank you for listening to this re-recorded 
version of our worship from Sunday, June 30th, 2019. As you end your listening to this recording, we ask you to keep in your hearts our charge to keep. This is the season of our lives when God calls us to be liberated for real, lasting joy as God's church in God's world. Look for joy together as God's church. Receive it and share it. Amen. And now may the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord shine God's face upon us and be gracious unto us. May the Lord lift up God's countenance upon us and grant us peace now and forever. And may you and all the people of God, so loved by our God, say, Amen. Have a blessed week.